On today's episode of the Homes Real Estate Podcast, we are talking about credit cards. Should you use them while you are saving for a down payment? Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. I'm Peter. And I'm Chris. All right. And we are talking about should you be using a credit card uh, while you're saving for a down payment for a house? Yeah. And this is one of the major questions we we get a lot of time, and it definitely gets directed toward your loan officer. Mm -hmm. Um, How much credit should you use? Should you use it while you're trying to get yourself ready and established? Or how about after you've applied for your loan, too? And this is not a, a really cut and dry. And this is the, there's also a larger question of should you be using credit cards in general? We're not necessarily going to address that, but we are going to address some elements of that. Um, I think that the there's, I think, two big schools of thought. The school of thought, one is never using a credit card. So that's why we have to address the bigger issue because right. there's a school of thought, you know, the Dave Ramsey school of never use a credit card cash ever, 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 cash ever, for cash everything. for everything. You don't have cash, don't buy it. Right. Uh, and it, it does cause a couple of problems in trying to save up. Well, not in trying to save up for a down payment, but trying to be qualified for a loan in that, you know, your credit score, you know, and I know he says it's your debt score and all this, but the fact of the matter is whether it's, you know, theoretically a good thing or not, banks do look at it and they sure do and if you are looking to improve your credit and you're on that mm-hmm. path it's going to certainly help you a lot but you can't keep that thing maxed out no you just that's going to be your big killer if you keep your credit card maxed out it's going to screw up your debt to income so there's a little bit of a sweet spot we want to try to look for to keep it we want you to use it use it heavily but pay it off heavily too right now if you are on let's let's go down this path for a minute if you are on the hey i'm not going to use a credit card there are other ways that you can build up your score and we're actually going to do an entire podcast about rebuilding your score but you know if you have you know quite a bit of uh rent history if you have an auto loan if you have you know something like that you can still build up your credit score and be okay my wife for a long time didn't use credit cards and she had a decent decent credit score because of other things um but i think one of the advantages of going that route is you know the statistics show you do spend less when you're not using the credit card. Uh, and so if you are trying to save towards a down payment, you know, cutting spending can certainly be uh, a, a huge benefit. Well, you got to figure a credit card is a tool just like anything mm-hmm. else. Um, and if it's a tool you, you misuse and things get broken. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. If you're trying to save, you don't want to abuse that thing at all. Right. Um, because it's just going to create more trouble, longer time to get pre-approved and all that other good stuff. And we just don't want to see that. Yeah. Now on the flip side of that, if you are all in on the, you're a, a Graham Stephan type who's all in on credit cards, use the points, you know, use the miles, the whole, the whole nine yards, that can also be good. Obviously it's going to help out with your score. Like you said, don't be maxing it out. What you, what do you think is your, your ideal credit utilization? Man, percentage? I, I, I wish my, my wife was here. Um, I think it's around 10% of your credit limit. Now, again, the idea is you want to put above that to show that you're using the credit, mm. but you want to show you're using it properly, so you want to pay it back down. Yeah, I've heard anywhere between 10 and 30%, somewhere in there, and spending up to you know, 35 or 40%. Uh, so you know that does kind of you know, facilitate saying, hey, should I, if, if the question then is, should I open new credit cards? Let's say you're, you're two years out at this point. You got some time. You know, if you say, well, should I open some new credit cards to, uh, to uh, lower that utilization percentage? My general answer is no, unless you are One way be far out. 
Yeah. One should be sufficient. Um, on-time payments. On-time payments is mm-hmm. key, especially if you have another another house. If you're moving from a house, maybe you're looking to get to a bigger one and just had some credit problems. Mm-hmm. But um, if you miss house payments, yeah, that's gonna that's you're gonna put you farther and farther out. You're not gonna go conventional. FHA may have issues with you. Um, if you miss at, at at the minimum one payment, you start getting into a little trouble. The uh, uh, one exception to that rule would be if you are a single person applying for a physician loan, you do need three lines of credit, I believe. But uh, right. that, that's a, I mean, that's a very specific situation. Uh, now, is there a, do we think there's a middle ground of, you know, frugality and, and making sure that you're saving and also, you know, you, and not that you can't save while you're using a credit card. Uh, but I think that the the middle ground would be, uh, what I'm kind of trying to do now, even though I'm not saving for a down payment, is using that credit card for fixed expenses. You know, yep. things that you, they're not impulse purchases. You know, you got to get gas. You know, you got to pay your utilities. Uh, and plus it allows you to, um, you know, I have I get a uh, savings for prepaying, like my uh, auto insurance, I pay six months in advance. I get a nice discount for that. And then also everything's on auto pay. So I make sure that all my bills are always paid on time because they have to be. They're taking, they're just charged right away. Yeah, and like in this business, we have a general idea what we're going to make. So if you can put things mm-hmm. on auto pay, I guess you can do it with credit cards too. And that's, that's for mm-hmm. your minimum. But again, if you want to keep it at 10 to 30%, you'll probably want to get back in there and, and pay that down and, and just keep it there. Yep. And that's like super, super important. Yeah. And that's what I do. I, I, you know, I use it and then I pay it down. Uh, you know, the other, the other exception here too, is if you have a business and you put your, you know, for me, I get points because we have certain business expenses here that again are fixed uh, or we're not getting around. Uh, and so, you know, I use the credit card for those, I grab the points. Uh, but I think the uh, your middle ground and your best option is use that credit card for fixed expenses, try and dump the impulse purchases as much as you can, especially if you're, if you don't have a lot of time to save for a down payment and you want, you know, you know, you're on a fixed income, you want to be doing a, you know, a higher percentage down conventional program. Uh, but definitely keep, like Chris said, keep that credit utilization low, I think is the key. Yeah, hopefully nobody knows you better than you do. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a self-controlled person, I, I definitely don't recommend trying to do the credit card game. I know people that are like, okay, I'm going to use this credit card to build credit. The next thing you know, you, you've got your Vic Secret maxed out. You've got your Lowe's card maxed out, your Home Depot maxed out. And it just creates more problem. You have to be very stringent. You have to be very self-controlled. And this has to be something that, you know, you got to put your mind to. That way you can end up at the end goal and get your home. I also have one other kind of tip that's worked well for me. I had a Home Depot card. and uh, That's dangerous with you, buddy. It is. That's like having a Cabela's card. Exactly. So the uh, what I realized is uh, I, I consolidated all, you know, I have a business card and then I have a personal card. And I now they're all in one one company, one app, so that the it's very easy for me to ignore a credit card balance if it's not in the same place I'm looking for everything else. Oh, what app is that? So I, for me, I use Capital One right now. Okay. So I can, but now Cabela's is rolled in. My Cabela's card is rolled into Capital One. Really? Um, yeah. That's they they switched over from I forget what they were. So at. they're all serviced by Capital One, mm-hmm. so it makes it easy yep. peasy. Huh? Yep. And then I have a business card through them, and then I have a personal card through them. So it's I sign into that app. Everything's paid out from one account. It's all, and it, I can see all my balances right there. So that don't spread nice. your balances out, you know, between five or six different apps, and then you got to check them. And we're in an easy world, man. We like to keep stuff simple and mm-hmm. get results quick. Keep your thumb on it. All right, guys. If you have more questions about this, remember we should have an upcoming podcast about maybe you uh, do not have a great credit score and you want to build it without making some financial mistakes. Be stay tuned for that. 
Again, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and then also here on YouTube, SoundCloud, and the rest. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care.